Teton County Solid Waste and Recycling is reminding businesses of the Curb to Compost program, which allows businesses, restaurants to have food waste collection. And this is an important next step in your business's or restaurant's recycling program. You are tuned in to episode number 178 of the Jackson Hole Connection, sharing fascinating stories connecting you to Jackson Hole and connecting Jackson Hole to the rest of the world. I do have a quote today to share with you, and that is, we can never be intoxicated by our successes, nor defeated by our failures, nor hide from our gaps. It comes from Rear Admiral H. Wyman Howard III. Each of our episodes are possible through the support of our sponsors. Today, Teton County Solid Waste and Recycling is our sponsor. Do you want to be a better recycler? Well, there's an app for that the Recycle Coach app, which is now available to Jackson Hole locals and visitors. Additional support comes from the Jackson Hole Wine Club, making the experience of exploring new wines as easy as taking a sip. Visit jacksonholewineclub.com to sign up today. Welcome to the Jackson Hole Connection, the place and space I share stories with you. I'm Stephen Clark Abrams, your host, and welcome and thank you for everybody who's tuning in today. When you finish listening to today's episode, please tell me what you think about by leaving a comment for me and my team on our Facebook page, The Jackson Hole Connection. This podcast is all about sharing, people sharing their stories, sharing a chapter in the book of their life. My guest sharing her story today is Kendra Butler. Kendra's the founder of Alpen Beauty, Kendra's a mom raising children in the Wyoming experience while also running a nationally recognized skincare business. Kendra shares with us how moving to a place like Jackson Hole has helped her live a life with more calm, greater focus, which is full of enjoyment while being in the moment. Kendra was able to find the time to solve a problem by finding more time of what was important in life. Now you can see Kendra on the QVC network, educating people about her products and how the power of nature can help us all solve problems. Kendra, thank you for joining me here today at the Jackson Hole Connection. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Well, I am excited to learn about you, Kendra Butler, your journey and your product Alpen Beauty and that journey that you've had along the way creating it. Let's start off, Kendra, with sharing your background as far as who you are, where did you grow up, and how did you set some roots here in Jackson? How long have you been here? Um, good question. So I have been in Jackson since 2015. So I'm going into, actually, I guess this is my seventh year um, we moved here with our four-month-old baby from Manhattan. In Manhattan, I was in the beauty industry for 20 years, and I had a career working for some big beauty brands like Clarins, Givenchy, Dr. Dennis Gross Skincare, but I kind of burnt out around 2015, and I was starting to feel overwhelmed by the stress and the anxiety of New York City and just not really healthy. So I had a baby with my husband. We had a four-month-old and we thought, let's go someplace 
for a few months and just get some fresh air and, you know, breathe in some oxygen, see some nature, and then we'll go back um, to the hamster wheel in Manhattan. And we moved here in November of 2015, and I'm sitting here now in my corporate office in Wilson. So that three months obviously went out the window as soon as we settled into the community. And so you guys didn't look back. (laughs) We never looked back. It's so funny. I think we had a rental. When we came here, we rented a house because we didn't know what our future would be in Jackson. And I think the rental was like done in May because they wanted to get like the big summer renters in. So we were getting ready to leave in May. And my my local friends were like, wait a minute, like you're not staying for the summer. Like you came all the way out here to Jackson. You have to just like see what this place is like in the summer. So we stayed um, that summer of 2016. We luckily found a place to live. It wasn't as hard then as it is now. And we, after that one summer, we were hooked, like line and sinker. Like we, like we didn't want to go anywhere at the end of that, that first summer. Spectacular. And, and Kendra, where did you grow up? Where would you say that you were raised? I grew up in a suburb of Wilmington, Delaware, which is about 30 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Um, So I grew up in a very, very small community, but we were always within hitting distance of the big city, you know, a couple hours from New York, 30 minutes from Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in Delaware, um, which a lot of people you can see their eyebrows kind of like for like they don't know exactly where it is, but it's right outside of Philadelphia. (laughs) I've been places and have told people I live in Wyoming and they're like, what is that a state? (laughs) So. Oh, completely. No, I, no, I, I feel like why Jackson hole especially is getting a lot of um, attention right now, but Mm -hmm. yes, I, I grew up in Delaware and now I'm in Wyoming. So it's two of the States that are really great, but kind of under the radar. Sure. And you said the hamster wheel of living in Manhattan compared to running a business out here. How does this environment here in Jackson help you live a better life compared to if you're running your business and and living in Manhattan? So I'm not working any less um, than I did, you know, when I was in my corporate, you know, New York City lifestyle, but I'm just working in an environment that I feel much more at peace in. You know, I feel like, you know, I'm working really hard, but if I need to get out in nature, I need to exercise a little bit, I need that fresh air, I have several options right at my fingertips. And, you know, I often start my day with either a cross-country ski or hitting the hill for an hour, like just whatever I can do to get my blood flowing because it makes me more productive in my work day versus getting on a subway, going to an office and sitting in a high rise in the same spot for eight hours. So I'm working just as hard, if not harder. I'm just able to find that release um, more conveniently now. I think that is beautiful. And if more people could realize, and I think maybe during this pandemic, more people are seeing the benefits of being out of the city and in a place where you can get outside and use that environment. Completely. I mean, look, life is not a dress rehearsal. We all just live once, you know, so we all get one trip around. And for me, you know, my priorities 
previously were set to be successful and make money and have a title. And they were all misaligned with who I am as a person and and for what I really wanted. And it took that, you know, kind of jumping off the cliff and building my wings on the way down. Like it was, it was scary to leave my corporate job. It was scary to move to a new community where I didn't know anybody. But I do believe that if you follow your heart and your soul and you seek what is happiness to you, life kind of just falls in line and gets in order. And, you know, that was my experience in coming out here. Cool. And you're doing what now? So um, I started in Jackson by opening a couple local beauty apothecaries. Um, I had two stores called Alpen Beauty Bar, and I sold um, cosmetic products. So it was hair care, fragrance, and skin care and makeup. I had the stores and it was perfect for me because I really understood the beauty industry. I was friends with a lot of the beauty brands, so I knew how to get them into the stores. And um, that's how this all kind of started for me. You know, my intention was just to run the stores and serve the local community by providing great solutions um, to their skin, hair, and nails. <laughs> and I, I quickly realized when I got into this new environment that skin just behaves a bit differently in altitude um, than it does at sea level. And I saw it time and again with, with women coming into the store saying, my skin is so dry, my skin is so dry, like what do you have? And I also noticed at the same time that all of my beauty and cosmetic products that were working for me in Manhattan weren't really pulling their weight here, you know, in this, in this new environment. And that kind of led me to rack my brain for like, what can I do to, to make a better beauty product that not only works at sea level, but performs in a more um, rough climate. So what we're doing here is we're actually turning to the local wild plants. And I'm using the same ingredients that skincare companies have used for decades. You're talking vitamin C, ceramides, squalane, hyaluronic acid, all the goodies. But I needed something else to push the results just a little bit further because I knew that wasn't working here. So I was sitting in my backyard one day and I'm looking at the local wild plants. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. It was July 2016. I'm like, these plants are not watered. And you know, the summer's here. We can go a long time without rain. They are not shaded from the sun. They are not fed with additives in their soil. They have animals nibbling at them constantly. This is a wild plant. Yet, it is flourishing. It is green. It is hydrated. It is juicy. It is plump. Mother Nature has found a way to adapt to this environment. And she's doing it well. So what is in these plants that I could, I could extract, mix into a skincare formula, start putting it topically on the skin? And are we going to be able to take a piece of this like adaptive juice and really see improvements in hydration if we just listen to the environment and, and open our eyes to what nature has done to flourish in this extreme climate? So 
That was the idea. It took me a while to figure it out because it's called wild crafting or foraging. It's been done for centuries and centuries. Like I did not invent this technique, but you have to know how to harvest the plant sustainably, you know, where you're not damaging it. You have to have private land to harvest it off of. Like I'm not taking walks in the national park and, you know, picking flowers. And then you also have to know how to put those extractions, you know, into skincare formulas so they maintain their efficacy in in the right way. So it's something that we worked on, uh, my business partner and I, for two to three years um, before we were ready to come to market. But when we finally figured it out and we came to market, you know, with these plant extracts in these creams, I started by just giving them out in my local beauty stores to my friends, to my clients, and I was just giving them out for free as a test. And the community responded very enthusiastically. In fact, I couldn't walk through the grocery store or go to a yoga class without somebody grabbing me by my shoulders and saying, like, what was that cream you gave me in the little pot? Like, it actually really worked. And I found it so ironic that the only thing that I did different was mix in some of the local plants that, you know, figured out how to grow in in this in this climate. And that's how it all just kind of took off from there. What a breakthrough. And you know, the Indians, they've been doing it, they were doing it for centuries. Oh, for so much long. Yeah, so, so long. So it's not like I didn't discover this, you know, I'm not like, I just kind of am a person who started to pay attention to my surroundings and like put two pieces of the puzzle together. You know, I'm living in a community that is flourishing with beautiful plants out of every nook and cranny. I, I have women who are my friends and my clients who are suffering from dry skin. Like, you know, how do I, I bridge the gap here? And um, we started to do it, and it's it started very small. It's still growing, um, but it has expanded quite quickly. And you know now we're in ten national retailers across the country. So, congratulations! Thank you. And do you do anything with the dandelions? <laughs> I love a dandelion. I actually, I have a mask with dandelions. Like dandelion is so rich in vitamin B. And the more I studied the plant, I I was blown away by the level of vitamins in a dandelion. So I, like where everybody else wants to pull dandelions out of their gardens and the ground, I embrace a dandelion field. In fact, I have pictures of me like running and rolling and like jumping around happy in like a field of dandelions. I love the dandy. It's a great, great, great skincare ingredient. So yes, I do. Well, anytime you want some, come on, you, I can deliver them to you. Thank you. I mean, their season is so fast. They come on like fast and furiously. But if you miss that harvest, it's gone. And like two weeks, like you can't find one anymore. Mm -hmm. So no, we um, we definitely love the dandelions. And we have a great mask uh, that has Jackson Hole dandelions in it. So a a neighbor of mine who grew up in Wyoming said that his uh, mom or grandmother used to make dandelion tea. Or they it's would make popular. dandelion wine as well. It's an anti-inflammatory, and it's really known to have detoxifying properties as well. Hmm. Yeah, dandelion tea is quite popular. In fact, when we launched the dandelion mask, we gave the tea as like a present to 
some beauty editors and influencers. But that's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, just look for the unexpected. Like something, something that somebody else like walks over or ignores. There's a secret treasure there, you know? And like, there's so many, we are surrounded in this community by, by some beautiful, beautiful gems. And, you know, it's just paying attention to them and then giving back too, to making sure that we protect them um, is really important to us as a brand also. Curious question. Do you feel if you were, say, left your job in Manhattan and stayed in Manhattan, that being there would have and just came and visited here? Or do you think where you were in, in life, you would have had the calm to come up with this formula, the resources to, to think about using nature to create this product? No, my mind was too busy and I was too distracted. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, you know, I I was starting to become a very unhealthy person that I didn't even have clarity of my mind and of my body and my life. And that's why my husband and I made the decision that we needed to leave. Um, We needed a break because, you know, there were so many things that were important to me in life that were just passing me by at 150 miles per hour. And the way that you just said that was perfect. Like I didn't have a calm state of mind. Like I wouldn't have thought of this idea. I would have been preoccupied with how I buy a nicer car or a bigger place to live or, you know, I had my priorities all in the wrong order. Um, and I was lucky enough to to realize it and and listen, you know, to that inner voice. So... Have you ever, I might destroy this saying, but it's slow down to find the calm so you can actually speed up and be more impactful in life. That's a great saying. <laughs> it's it's true. And I, I feel like just as individuals, we become so obsessed with just continuing to get things done and checking off the box that we're moving so fast that we often fail to see the beauty in life and the opportunity um, that's right in front of us. And, you know, for me, going to sayings, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. I mean, I, I came here, I had a problem, I was looking around me, other people had a problem, the same problem. And that gave me that inspiration to start to really pay attention to my surroundings, trying to seek a solution. You, you come across as a high performer, somebody who is goal oriented. So before you were lived here in Wyoming, did you have life goals written down or work on quarterly goals? And now that you live here, how have those changed if you have those? I don't think, I wish that I had life goals or quarterly goals. Um, living in Manhattan, I was just always pushing myself to um, achieve more more, more, more. I I wanted qu- quantity over quality. Mm. And since I've moved to Jackson, I'm preferring quality over quantity. And that for me personally is a much better way to live my life. I'm working harder than I have ever worked in this job 
but I can walk through the National Forest four times a week if I want. I can ski with my kids on the weekend where we have quality family bonding time, where we're not watching TV or stressed about what needs to be done next. You know, in the summer, I get in my camper and I'm camping in these locations that I've only ever dreamed of seeing in my life. And I'm, I'm spending my, my weekends there. I mean, it's there's just so many things to do to enhance the quality of my life um, living here. And I think that's totally shifted the way that my brain approaches things. And I'm still like a go-getter. I mean, like, let's, I don't think I would be happy um, vacationing, you know, 24-7. Like, I, I always want to work. Like, I want to find work to do. It's just, unfortunately, it's the way my brain operates, but at least I'm working in a beautiful place surrounded by beautiful people and, and beautiful nature. I, I'm going to push back on you a little bit because you said, unfortunately, that's how your brain works and you're always going and wanting to work and do something. But fortunately, because you are that person, you found a solution for people that's helping people. So I, I don't see it um, as unfortunate because who you are, you've, you've, you're helping people. And, and I'm sure they appreciate it. Thank you for saying that. I mean, that's the reason that we're doing it, you know, twofold. One, to make people feel more comfortable in their skin because skin is, you know, the outer shell of our body. It's our largest organ. It absorbs all the chemicals. It's like our protection shield. And we, we get the same piece of skin for our entire life. Mm -hmm. It's like I tell people all the time, like if you were given a white t-shirt at birth and someone said this white t-shirt is going to be your t-shirt until the day you die, like how would you care for that white t-shirt? You would probably wash it and fold it, protect it from stains, give it whatever it needed to, you know, last longer. And our skin is that white t-shirt. And once we start caring for it, it's, it's, it's healthier. And it's, it's part of our, you know, we take vitamins to, to improve our body, but sometimes we forget about our skin. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, you know, women were coming into the stores and they were buying these like really expensive serums, but they wouldn't wash their face twice a day. Like things like that. Like, let's just, we, we could go back to the basics and figure this out. But yes, I want to give people better skin. I want them to feel better. I want them to be, them to be healthier and the way that they look. But I also um, want to do a sustainability play with this company. And from start, you know, we picked a foundation and we said 1% of every sale is going to go back into our local community. And we partnered with the Grand Teton National Park Foundation, who are phenomenal partners, and they're doing amazing things for our environment, especially with their Wildlife Treasures campaign, which is the restoration of Mormon Row. Um, and we've been able to contribute to them since starting this brand. And I would like to say that we're making an impact in, you know, helping to restore over 900 acres of that park to date. So that's another thing that helps me sleep at night, you know, is just to know that not only are people getting better skin, but we're we're giving something back to this local community, not just taking from it by harvesting plants that are in my backyard, you know. So that is kind of been our goal from the beginning. That's very generous of you. Thank you. And to protect our park, and it takes a lot. And we're very fortunate to have that foundation and people as thoughtful as yourself to um, 
have a successful company and give such a large portion back to the community. Thank you. Kendra, we're going to take a quick break to get a word from one of our sponsors, and then we're going to come back and talk more about Alpen Beauty and what you are doing in your corporate office there in Wilson, Wyoming. You got it. For residents looking to reduce their household waste and become better recyclers, look no further than the Recycle Coach App. Brought to you by Teton County Solid Waste and Recycling. You can access the Recycle Coach app from your desktop computer, mobile device, or through digital assistance. The platform makes it easy for you to get local disposal information for thousands of household items and takes the guesswork out of recycling. Visit tetoncountywy.gov recycle for access. Become a better recycler today and download the Recycle Coach app for free. Teton County Solid Waste and Recycling estimates that approximately 3,954 tons of food waste are disposed in the trash right here in Teton County every year. This makes food waste the next frontier material in the quest to achieve our county's goal to reduce waste and recycle more, which will help us aim for zero waste. For more information on Teton County Integrated Solid Waste and Recycling's Curb to Compost Commercial Food Waste Program, visit tetoncountywy.gov recycle and join today. Kendra, welcome back. Thank you for sharing so much about yourself and about your company, Alpen Beauty, and how you much your life has changed moving here to Jackson Hole. Before we get into Alpen Beauty, you had mentioned something about you and your family go camping and you climb in your camper and you guys will go to places that you had never imagined before. And in, in, have you all been camping outside of the Jackson Hole Teton area? Yes. Okay. Would you like to share one or two places that you have enjoyed going camping? One of my favorites outside of the Jackson Hole area is Bear Lake. It is so beautiful. And growing up on the East Coast, you know, we we had access to the Caribbean and we were all the time in this beautiful blue, like aquamarine water. And when I moved to the West, it's not that you can't get there. It's just with two kids under the age of five, it can be kind of a pain in the butt <laughs> because it's not a straight shot in. It's a very long travel day. And I missed that aquamarine, just that beautiful see-through water. And the first time that we went to Bear Lake, um, my mouth just like dropped on the floor. And my husband was like, this is the Caribbean of the West. Like, didn't you know? And we've gone back every year since. So that's a place that we like to frequent, actually, because we're into like the boating. And I like to be in the water, but to see what's underneath me, it's always kind of creeped me out sometimes in the Atlantic Ocean when I'm out deep and it's just like blackness. (laughs) Like what's swimming there? So I like to, I like that visibility and transparency. So, Mm -hmm. Is there one other one that you want to share? 
Um, I'm trying to think where else we've been. Um, most of the most of the places have been within Wyoming um, because we just got the camper. We called it our COVID camper. Um, we oh. bought it in the summer of 2020 where everyone was kind of really still scared to travel and get on airplanes. So we have two young kids and we haven't been that adventurous because we don't want to drive with them in the car for more than like two hours. Mm-hmm. So most of the places have been local. Um, I will tell you Moab is on my list. I've been wanting to go to Moab with our camper for a very long time, even though it's a longer trip. Our most exploratory vacation has probably been Bear Lake. We went to Moab last year, an awesome, awesome experience. And in Idaho, I don't know exactly where they are. I want to say about Rigby, there's sand dunes. There are some remarkable sand dunes. And then there's some cool stuff out there. So check out Chalice, that area, Salmon area. and I think you and your family, it might be a little bit longer than the two hour drive, but I think you and your family would enjoy seeing some of those places. Um, We're open to it. I mean, they're getting older now and that's what iPads are for. You know, I'm not against like just like putting iPads on them and letting them watch some TV while we drive. Um, But that is the most astounding thing about living here is basically an hour and a half to two hours in any direction. And you're in this like paradise land. Oh, yeah. It's so amazing for somebody growing up on the East Coast. You know, we try to find KOAs and we drive through these cities and we'd kind of find something. And if it had like a little sliver of water, we'd be like doing jumping jacks. And here it's just like it's a whole different <laughs> ball game for sure. It is. Now, let's talk about Alpen Beauty. You're in your studio at home I am. As, as well. And share with people what that means. What type of studio do you have? Um, so we have, um, it's a it's a corporate office that doubles as a studio. And what I do here is I do a lot of um, tapings for QVC, which is one of our retail partners. So they're a national broadcast outlet. And prior to COVID, actually, I would fly to Westchester whenever I had a show. And some of the shows are only eight minutes in length. So you're talking about flying all the way across the country for eight minutes on air. And after COVID, um, they made the conscious decision just to keep everybody out of the studio to protect their producers, production crew, and hosts. So now I'm able to go on QVC live on TV um, via Skype. So I've set up this little makeshift studio behind me. It has a ring light. You know, we have lights in several areas. We have a little Alpen Beauty storefront kind of mock store. Um, and then we just do a lot of other tapings for our brand's Instagram, for TikTok. Um, connecting with our community is so important. So I want to be able to talk to them a lot. And digital marketing is is so interesting, you know, these days is how, how many people you can reach in, in a matter of seconds. It's really fascinating. It, I think it's fascinating that QVC with what social media, what's out there, all those channels, that it's still such a major player in the world of retail and brands, building brands and launching brands and then sustaining them. You know what QVC is doing really well is they're just educating the consumer. So, you know, in this, you know, online, 
everybody can just go on online. You can read something, you can watch a video. But I think what we're missing in terms of um, education is that interactive experience where two people are talking to each other and asking questions. Like, well, what if this happened? What would I do there? How do I put this on? Do I use it in the morning or night? And it's like, we are all voyeuristic in nature. We want to watch, okay? We want to like, we want to see people conversing. That's why these reality shows are so wildly successful. And that's what QVC is really giving its customer. It's not only presenting good products, but you're having the opportunity to watch the founder have a conversation so that they can just dive a little bit deeper um, and get a better understanding as to the inspiration behind the creation or what it's going to do for their skin. And, you know, we're all so inundated with online shopping, but we're really missing that human interaction um, that we used to have in the olden days, you know? And, and that's why I do this podcast, because I feel that we don't take enough time in life to stop and talk and learn about each other. It's more of how are you doing? Oh, I'm great. Awesome. I'm great too. Great. See you later. Um, we'll see you tomorrow We're here standing in, in line at coffee, but actually hearing people's story, people sharing a little bit about themselves. That's my main purpose of of having this podcast. You're doing a great job. And I think that's so important, honestly, is for people just to keep communicating because I think a lot of the problems in this world and society stem from miscommunication. You know, mm -hmm. somebody not sharing their feelings or taking the time to talk. And, you know, even with my team, we have, we've built quite a little team for ourselves at the, up until this point. And we're always encouraging conversation because we all work remotely and something doesn't translate as well in email or over text message. Sometimes it's really important to pick up the phone and just listen to one another and hear each other's voices because so much is lost without that. So we have people working um, in several places around the country and you want to get into this like, oh, Slack is easy. Let's just send them a DM. Let's text. But you can't always get things done that way successfully. Mm -hmm. So that's right. And I, I'm very curious about QVC. I've never been a QVC person. If I've ever watched an hour of my entire life of QVC, that's probably a lot. But there's, it's really, it, it carries a very strong following. What was it like to have your products on QVC? Was there a vetting process from um, their company? Yeah, it's pretty competitive to get on there. I think that those buyers in the QVC buying office, I mean, I think that they get 100, you know, pitches a week. I, I don't even know how many come across their desk, but I think what they're looking for is very authentic storytelling behind the brands and the product. It's not just about selling to make money. They want to delight and engage their consumer with a story and, you know, with a person behind the brand. And I think that's what they do so well is they present not only the invention, but the inventor. And they let the inventor talk about why they did it, um, which makes it really compelling. So they have a very robust, you know, audience and a very loyal shopper. And we're just, we're happy and proud to be partnered with them. Con congratulations. And you being the storyteller, the brand ambassador, the creator, co-creator of the company, what was it like for you to get up in front of the camera 
to now tell your story, to share your brand? It was horrible at first. Um, <laughs> I, debuted, <laughs> I debuted on air, and I'll never forget the date. There's a lot of 19s going on, but it was February 19th of 2019. And they put us on air um, for our debut show, and it was kind of like this, like, do or die moment, you know? Like, you get up there, you get a swing, but you better hit the ball (laughs) because there's a lot of competition, obviously, for that airspace. And we went on that night, and I started talking, and I was so nervous that my upper lip, like, stuck to my teeth. Because my mouth was so dry. So I'm broadcasting to like 300 million homes with my upper teeth just like sticking out with this stuck lip. And I kind of just like corrected myself. I'm like, get it together, Kendra. Get it together. And we ended up selling out um, that show. So our debut launch was a sellout, which is a really good thing when you sell through because they buy a lot of product. And then after that, I still had nerves, but it's starting to get a little bit easier because I think the moment that you can connect with that audience and you start talking from the heart, that's when the product starts selling. You know, if you go on with an agenda or a script, people can feel that and it doesn't feel real and it doesn't feel authentic. And like QVC is about... And just anything in general, when you're a founder of a brand, you're, you're putting out a current and a vibe and people can smell the fakes, you know, they, they really can smell that. And it's when they catch that current and they get motivated by it, that's when a sale ultimately happens. So I think that's what I'm getting better at is just being myself more than going and approaching things with an agenda. Because the sale is the least thing on my mind. I just want to talk about plants. I want to talk about Jackson Hole. I want to talk about beautiful skin. You know, and that is the connection that the consumer is looking for. What wonderful story to share, but also advice for people to think about when they are trying to sell something or or communicate to be authentic. And people can tell when someone's not being authentic. Oh, we're all like animals. You can smell it. You can smell it a mile away. You know, like we've all been in, you know, the the doctor's office or the grocery store, like the place where we can tell that somebody is trying to upsell, oh, the car, when you're getting your tires changed, would you like this, 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 and that? Like you could smell that you're trying to be upsold. And I, I think that as consumers, um, what we all just want from a brand is a connection. We want to feel part of it. We want to feel like we need it and want it in our lives. And that is what I've learned over the last two years is just to stay true to to what we're doing, why we're doing it, and how it can help people and stay away from like the sales jargon because that just doesn't get you anywhere. So that's been my biggest lesson. Uh, that's That's a big one. And I appreciate you sharing it. Thank you. So in the world of, of- beauty products and in the world of business, what's next for Alpen Beauty? You say, well, let me ask you this question first. When you say that you go on QVC with frequency, how often are you on on that show for that eight-minute segment? It changes. Um, it just depends on their programming schedule. It could be once a month. It could be once every other month. It's just kind of up and down depending on what else they have going on. Um, but our other our other retailers, our stores like Sephora, 
Um, we just we were selling with Sephora.com online, and we just got promoted, I guess, to roll out in their full fleet of doors. So in December, we rolled out to 500 um, brick-and-mortar stores across the country in Sephora. They've been a great partner to us. Um, Credo Beauty is an amazing partner. They're a clean beauty apothecary. Um, they have several locations around the U.S., so right now we're just working um, with our existing retailers to grow those relationships. We just launched a discovery lab, which is this barn that we've converted into a lab um, on our property south of Jackson. And I'm starting, you know, my harvest season is really July through September. So we're starting to experiment and soak new plants um, that we're finding. Really excited about choke cherries. I'm loving a Juneberry these days. We're just trying to kind of explore with things that haven't been put into skincare formulas before, because that's where I think the magic is. And then also on the horizon is international um, expansion. You know, we've had some some retailers in different countries come to us and say, look, we really like this concept. We like this story. We'd like to roll out. So we're kind of plotting out that strategy as to what that um, expansion looks like outside of the U.S. Congratulations. Thank you. And, and your stuff is produced here in the U.S. as well? Yes, it is. Everything is manufactured in the States right now, which, yeah, we plan to keep it that way. Just we have great manufacturing partners. Anybody in, in the business of you know commerce has been having a hard time recently just with like delays. And I mean, there's a lot of um, hiccups that I feel like everybody's kind of going through together, but hopefully it just gets better and better. We just received a three-star rating Google review <gasps> thing at the liquor store saying that our store was small and we were out of a lot of products. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, let me just go into my backyard and whip that up for you. Um, you know, yeah, we are reliant funny. upon our vendors and our and the manufacturers and it's like they're suffering and, you know, it's, <laughs> I don't know, a comedian said everything is just a little bit shittier. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that word, but that is like, and I'm quoting a comedian, but it's just everything across the board, you know, it's just a little bit different than it was three years ago, but we'll adjust. We'll deal with it. You know, we'll that's get right. back on our feet. We're all going through it together. So that's right. So Kendra, if people want to reach out and connect with you, what is a way that they can do that? Good question. I encourage them to follow our Instagram. We're at Alpen Beauty, and Alpen is spelled A L P Y N Beauty. Um, I check all of those DMs, and we're constantly in communication with our audience. Um, you could also visit our website. There's a section on our website, which is just alpenbeauty.com, where we ask people to write in and give us their feedback, and then I mean, I'm around. You'll find me walking through Smith's on any given day, you know, dropping my kids off at the elementary school. It's that's what I like about this community is it's kind of like hard to avoid people. You just kind of bump into people all the time everywhere. That's right. So it's it's easy, even if you're working really hard, it's easy to catch up, you know, like in the in the doctor's office line or something. So and and for the locals, the people who are listening and live here in Jackson or the people who are gonna come and visit. Is there a place in town people could go and purchase your products and, and get Bellicose, some of it today? Bellicose, which is like the best store. Um, so we're available in Bellicose in town. 
And then we've also recently just launched the Wildcrafted Facial at the Four Seasons. So if you actually wanted to experience the products, you can book directly with the Four Seasons Spa and you can get the Alpen Beauty Wildcrafted Facial. And they've been phenomenal partners. So yeah, there's a couple places you can find us locally. Congratulations. Um, Thanks. Yeah. Well, Kendra, I so appreciate your time and um, your insight and your inspiration of what you're doing and building a sustainable company and, of course, still being a mom. (laughs) It's my side gig, you know? (laughs) That's right. Um, No, my kids keep me focused and motivated for sure. And every time I'm having a stressful day at work, when I get home with them, it makes everything so much better. So very lucky to have them. I'm lucky to have this community. I'm thankful that you had me today and very appreciative for allowing me the opportunity to tell my story. And thank you for what you're doing and keeping us all connected and keeping people educated about this lovely community. You got it. Thanks, Kendra. You go have a good day. You too. Thank you so much. To learn more about Kendra Butler and Alpen Beauty, visit the jacksonholeconnection.com episode number 178. I appreciate you sharing your time with me today. Cheers till next week when I see you right back here for another episode of the Jackson Hole Connection. And thank you for everybody who helps keep this podcast going. If you're looking to start a podcast, reach out to Michael Mori. He can help you launch your podcast, get it edited and published and marketed. And also thank you to my wife, Laura, and my boys, Lewis and William, for supporting me every day.